Welcome, NCLEX High Yielders. This is Dr. Zishan, and I'm the host of NCLEX High Yield Podcast, where we will be giving out daily content for your exam, tips and tricks that the boards love to ask, and overall general information on how to study, what to study, and complex topics broken down for you. Whether you're a first-time test taker or even a repeat test taker, we have helped people across the globe pass their NCLEX exams, so do not give up and get motivated. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and also visit our Instagram at NCLEX High Yield. Also, check out our website, www.nclexhighyield.com and subscribe to receive a link to our weekly free Zoom session. Free Zoom session where I drop all types of content, break down complex topics and make them easy for you to understand every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. See you guys then. Bronchiolitis. Bronchiolitis is in, well, look at the word, bronchial inflammation. I was like, wait a minute, was medical terminology our first language? It wasn't, not the least bit. So do we know what bronchiolitis is? Well, not necessarily, but we can break it down. It's inflammation of the bronchioles, simple. But what is it caused by? Respiratory syncytial, syncytial, very tough word, virus. So what antibiotic am I going to give for RSV? Good. Because I don't give any antibiotic here. Why? It's a virus. So in virus, RSV, so, so now think about this. Why did I start with bronchiolitis? We're talking about pediatric respiratory, correct? So if we're talking about pediatric respiratory, I started with bronchiolitis because that's inflammation of the bronchioles, but it's caused by RSV because it is a what? Very current topic. So now everyone's freaking out. Everyone's freaking out. Yo, my kid may have, what are we worried about? We'd be worried, COVID. Everyone would be like, oh, my kid's got COVID. My kid's got COVID. So let me do a quick test. Let me do a rapid test. But right now, what's prevalent? RSV. And RSV, do you think it's just in pediatrics? Or do you think it's going to be transmitted? transmitted for sure but now i go into a clinic and i see a nurse and i come up with signs and symptoms what are some signs and symptoms that i may experience with a viral respiratory infection wheezing but if i got fluid or inflammation of the lungs, what's that gonna sound like? Crackles? What's another word for crackles? Rails. Same thing. So now I just ask you the same question in two different ways. Do you think this child or whoever they've transmitted it to has shortness of breath? Yeah, absolutely. Shortness of breath. 
So if a child comes in, what's the first thing you think we're going to do? Get what? IV access. So we start them on fluids, but we get IV access. What else are we going to do at the same time? We're going to get lab values. So we get lab values and we get our CBC. And with our CBC, we get a white blood cell count with differential. And we talked about differentials. What are differentials in our white blood cells with diff, which means we get a differential. So which part of our white blood cells are gonna be elevated? Lymphocytes. Neutrophils indicate what? Neutrophils are gonna be bacterial or stress. Eosinophils are gonna tell us what? Allergy or parasitic infection. Lymphocytes are gonna tell us what? This person has got a viral infection. So you see the deduction that you need to have on the boards because now I got a child that comes in, well, now I got signs and symptoms. What type of question is this? Select all that apply. Because now a child comes in, maybe what's the word that we'd be freaking out about? Now, I, let's take it one more step. Let's go to what we're freaking out about. What if they said airway or something else? Grunting or lethargy, right? So we've got two different things. What if they had strider? What if they had, what if they were unresponsive? What if they had um, grunting or lethargy? Whoa, now we're freaking out about it. So now I've got one of the five types of questions. So see, this is something that I literally just had a conversation about with one of, uh, with my class, right? With my class, I said, look, if you don't understand there's five types of questions on the boards, you're setting yourself up for failure. I want success out of every single student in here and I want them to provide that going forward in real life practice is key. If they say drooling, yeah, I'm freaking out about it. Yeah, it's, it's FOA. So now I've got wheezing, crackles, rails, whatever, shortness of breath. If I got lethargy, grunting, or airway strider, whatever, drooling, I'm freaking out about it. Or I got signs and symptoms. What if I get somebody that comes in and says, oh, well, you know, they've got uh, bronchiolitis and they've got elevated lymphocytes. Straight up, what are we going to do? So now it becomes education. You see, because with a, a viral infection, what are we going to do? Are we going to give them antibiotics? No. What we're going to do is supportive care. There you go. So what does supportive care entail? How about rest? We talked about IV fluids. So we're gonna do supportive care. So now we're talking about treating the patient. And we're talking about pediatric respiratory. So what do we do? How about we start with just monitoring vitals? So what does monitoring vitals entail? 
looking at their SpO2, right? There's oxygen, their O2 sats, how a temperature good. We're also going to monitor their fluids. If they have pain, we're gonna take care of pain. We're gonna worry about the respiratory rate. Essentially, all we're doing is taking care of, if they need a nebulizer, are we gonna give them a nebulizer? Yeah, simple, right? We're gonna give them what is going to open up their airway, which is what drug. Now we're gonna get to a little bit of farm. Albuterol, good. So what about albuterol do I want you to know? It's a short acting beta agonist, right? So for us, it's it's going to do what what is expected of this? Increased heart rate, maybe insomnia, maybe some tremors, maybe some diaphoresis. But are we worried about these now, what type of a question can I ask? Just let's go straight to farm. These are signs and symptoms of a medication headache. I'll put in there as well, too. What are what type of question would I ask right here? Signs and symptoms, select all that apply. Signs and symptoms of a medication. But what else can I ask with this type of a question? Further teaching, further intervention. Because what somebody's going to say is like, oh, my goodness, I got a person put on albuterol and now their heart rate is through the roof. Oh, we're freaking out about it. No, we're not. We're not. They're going to be tachycardic. We know that. We're, we're, not, we're, we're not worrying about it. So now I'm going to tell you as a further teaching, further education, further clarification moment, this is expected. So look at how many questions, like I've only done one pediatric. Look at, I've only started with bronchiolitis that's caused by RSV. I've talked about antibiotics. I've talked about supportive care, antibiotics versus supportive care. You don't do antibiotics in a viral infection. I told you how to read labs. That's real life. That's real life. Then I told you how we're going to monitor and do supportive care, select all the plan. Then I told you, well, if they've got respiratory issues, we could be freaking out about it. So now we've got Strider drooling this and that. Now I got a prioritization question out of this. That's real life. 